Do you have trouble picking an outfit while working from home? Do you know the color of Eddie's shorts? Can you bench press these wave vectors and tidal drifts? Then you might be Baywatched. Welcome back. We're on our fourth episode. Fourth. Fourth. We're on our fourth episode of Baywatched. <laughs> that, that's where my brain was going. My brain was going for that ED that we're adding on to shit. Yep. Uh, it's just going to fuck up our, our regular language. Yay. Um, we're on the fourth episode of Baywatched, uh, and the hits just keep on coming. Oh, boy. <laughs> uh, I have, uh, I'm, of course, I'm Josh Carmody. I'm Carrie Coffin. Uh, and we're here to talk more about the greatest show that was ever on television. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Or at least we're trying to get you to think that it's the greatest show that was ever on television. (laughs) How are we doing? It's funny because, like, every episode that we do, I just keep thinking, and I might have said this already, but I just keep thinking about how much crazier it gets. And this episode has stuff that really is super over the top and the characters yeah. are going to have PTSD with or about for the rest of their lives. Oh yeah. But like never mention it again. <laughs> <laughs> oh no. I mean, they barely mentioned it in this one or at least the character that's sort of the A plot character didn't really mention it. Yeah. Um so yeah, let's get right into it. So this one was called Second Wave. Yeah. Which is funny because what was the name of the episode just before this? Heat wave. Yeah. <laughs> like, second wave also doesn't seem to have anything to do with the plot. I couldn't uh, figure out what that meant. Oh, I think I can, but I can't say what it is without really giving it away. Okay, so we'll talk about it when we get there. Yeah. Uh, so kicking off the episode, we get a random David Spade uh, early role, yeah, which his- is pretty funny extremely uh, curly mullet does he i feel like he just had the regular david spade mm, hair it's it just curly. it just he has like a helmet of hair because he <laughs> himself is a, a small gentleman <laughs> yes but he is quite curly okay it's usually pretty straight but it's curly. Uh, so he's with a couple of other guys um i don't remember their names right off the bat oh, i definitely don't know the actors names the yeah. leader of this uh group of baddies, as it would seem, yes. is kind of Brad Dourif esque. Yeah, uh, especially even in his performance, but it's not doesn't even hold a candle to anything that Brad Dourif does. It's true. And his name is Jimmy. I love how even you, you're, you're like it's a J, but I don't know. <laughs> I'm pretty sure it's Jimmy. I Jimmy just, makes sense. Yeah. I never wrote his actual name down. I just called him a creeper. He is everything he does. I wrote down later because I was like every interaction he has with anybody even people who don't know he's mm. the episode's bad guy <laughs> you should know he yeah. talks like scar in the lion king like <laughs> everything is coded to a villain yeah he's just a bad person yeah so there are uh, these three guys one of which is david spade are on the beach and they want to perform this ritual where they burn a surfboard that's never been used so of course david spade has to take the bitch role in this and he's like well no, think, don't burn my board man yeah because i think they're initiating him into their weird little surf coven no it was to it was just for like prayer for good waves I don't know. That's what it was. No, that's what he said. He was like, they do. They've been doing this as a tradition around here forever. I don't. Okay. I have no. I can't swear to the validity of that. But he he specifically says we have to burn a virgin surfboard in order to like 
as like a offering yeah. so that they have good waves that summer. Oh, for sure. But I still think it's kind of an initiation into their weird surf coven. I don't think so. I'm going to disagree. I'm going to disagree with you on this one because I think they just wanted to treat David Spade like a bitch. <laughs> and, he, and then when they do torch his surfboard, he's standing aside, like holding his head and shaking it. Like he's the guy who has to watch in a cuck porn. Oh my God. <laughs> this ceremony, like he waves this fiery stick around the surfboard a couple of times before he sets it on fire. And I'm like, these people are doing their weird superstitious ritual to ask the ocean for good waves. But like, They'd probably make fun of a rain dance or a bunch of witches, even though they're doing basically the same thing. Yeah, I feel like especially in that time, and maybe there's a it has a di- wears a different face now. Mm. But I feel like this was still the time of like, oh, ancient Chinese secret. Like oh. there's always there's always like a little bit of kind of magic that. Uh, white people or Americans, yeah. I guess, or willing to accept uh, because it just seems so exotic. I guess. And it, it, like, because there is kind of, there is some of that. But like, but not, but no, yeah, not when it comes to of, indigenous uh, people of, yeah. of America. Yeah. They'll still make, they'll still <laughs> that, make fun of the other yeah, when they do the, it. That's all, that's all horseshit. But, yeah. but other things, yeah. So there is a, a weird sort of stuff that, filters through yeah. at this time and, and before, but... Uh, <laughs> it's okay, because we made it up and we're civilized. Yeah, yeah, I don't know what... Yeah, I don't know what the mentality there is for it, but it's 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 weird. It is weird. So, uh, we move on to uh, after this fucking surfboard goes up, <laughs> uh, we then go on to we're at um, Craig Craig's house. <laughs> Craig's ass. Uh, who is in the worst fucking outfit. Oh my god, I just thought he wasn't finished getting dressed, but nope, he was. Yeah, I, I initially thought so as well. Like, he's just rocking the boxers yep. and the and the the shirt, but the shirt's tucked in, so yeah. he's wearing, like, a long-sleeve button-up shirt with black shorts. Yeah, and a nice tie. <laughs> and, uh, we hear it knocking. Oh, yeah. He, he basically spends most of this scene complaining about how Eddie needs to grow some bootstraps and pull himself up by them because he keeps <laughs> coming over to their apartment to, like, borrow sugar. And he's, like, commenting on how good the coffee smells. Yeah. And so uh, Craig's like, um, here, have mine. <laughs> yeah. And uh, what's... Well, I keep forgetting Gina. Craig. Gina, thank you, is, like... She doesn't give a shit. She's just like, oh, I'll make you pancakes and yeah. eggs and all this stuff. <laughs> yeah. and so Craig's getting all frustrated. But then she, like shuts him down just by making him feel stupid about his outfit. <laughs> yeah, they both kind of read him for his outfit. Yeah. Um, and and they seem to imply that by not talking to them about his outfits, he's not talking to them about what's going on in his head. Yeah, he, he, he talks about how he feels he's having culture shock yeah. because he's away from office culture, which sucks ass, but now he has to just... He's trying to find his comfortability in working from home. Yeah. Which is such a funny like, it's concept but about can... how much it's fucking his life up. Yeah, you could do it in your underwear. No one cares. If you have a client that's coming over, okay, put your clothes on. Mm. But yeah, 
it's pretty I, funny. Yeah, and the, and I feel like this is something they don't address. Like later on, he's just when he's at home, he has like tank tops on, and he'll like yeah. have a file, you know, <laughs> under his arm. Like, nice. I gotta go read this file before I go surfing. Yeah, it's uh, the, one of my favorite parts of this scene is he's like, if anyone needs me. And he takes five steps. I'll be in my office. Yeah. And it's not, and it's just under the stairs. Yeah. He's perfectly visible the entire time. There's no, I, he picked something up off the desk. I thought he was going to try to hang like a fucking oh, a privacy sh- a sheet or something up over it, but no. It was just a file. Yeah. Yeah. It's pretty funny. So uh, w- next we move on to uh, later that day, uh, Eddie and Shawnee are working on the beach. Or I think just Shawnee's there right now. Yeah, I and, think Eddie's uh, in the tower. Yeah. So, Shawnee's there. There's a bunch of guys that are out surfing. And uh, Mitch is training for uh, a lieutenant's test. Yeah. Uh, where he's, like, running on the beach and stuff. And, and, and that this comes up a lot throughout this episode of just... That's all uh, Mitch does. 90% of Mitch's scenes are him jogging up into the middle of a scene yes. that's already in progress, being out of breath and then jogging <laughs> away. <laughs> Trying to get ready for this retest and he doesn't know what's on it. Yeah. Uh, so he tells Shawnee she has to get the surfers back in. Uh-oh. They're the people that were burning the board at the beginning. Amongst others, there seems to be a bunch of them oh, and yeah. they're all douchebags. They like, are. Like, it's, it's not even just the villains. There's the three villains. There's like nine people out there and then they're all assholes. Oh, yeah. <laughs> there are good people, which I thought was so funny. And I, for a moment, thought it was going to turn into a bigger gang. We yeah. were going to get more of, like, a point break neo-Nazi thing going Weird on. surf gang. Yeah, but uh, no, just they're all just assholes. Yeah, and it seems like um, they're trying to share the beach with the swimmers, but it doesn't really work. I mean, obviously, they, they knock into each other, not just the swimmers, but, like, I didn't actually know... Then that was a thing, that you had to, like, surf someplace else, or that you had to come in at a certain time so people could swim if you were surfing. Yeah, well, I, it makes sense. They're all supposed... It's all, like... I, I don't know how to say it, but... Um, the, the the It's a government property, essentially. That's yeah. why there's the county lifeguards are there. There's places they could go without lifeguards, and no one can tell them shit. That's true. Um, they just wanted to surf here because this is where the waves were good. I guess. Yeah. I don't know. It's Something like that. <laughs> I, I think they wanted to surf there so that the plot can happen. Is <laughs> <laughs> ultimately where it's at. Because, they yeah, you would think they wouldn't want to be somewhere. They're already not going to listen to her. Why would they bother going somewhere where there is going to be a lifeguard? Yeah, it's pretty weird. So. She puts up this flag that's supposed to mean that surfers have to come in. And they're like, we're not going to listen to a squid-sucking lifeguard. <laughs> like, what the hell? <laughs> I do love that... Uh, I feel they do swear somewhat in this show sometimes. You yeah. might hear someone call someone a son of a bitch. Yeah. Or something like that. But, yeah, they have to really lean into, like, uh, old-timey gold miner swears yeah. in order to, like, kind of get beyond, like, to get to the, the level that of swearing that's in... It's an implication of yes. swearing. The swearing is implied. Yeah, yeah. So it's pretty funny to me that they, have, they, they do that and lean into that. Uh, the the surfers do end up coming in because they almost start in a, get into a fight with each other. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Shawnee uh, is trying to defuse it. Eddie comes over, uh, but our uh, villains recognize Eddie 
and Eddie tries to play it off like it's uh, not really a thing, and they're just like, oh, "You want to live in a fantasy land? All right." Yeah, he's he like Eddie's really just pretending he doesn't know these people at all. Like, there, no amount of prodding seems to make him look like he recognizes them, except for like the initial weird look on his face. Mm. Yeah, which is an Eddie staple. Yeah, like there there tends to be a lot throughout this season of just <laughs> Eddie. Yeah, recognizing somebody, or it's the same face for everything. Like, yeah. you know, he could walk in, uh, somebody who he looks up to, he walks in and then they're shooting up steroids. It's the same face. Yeah, it's <laughs> just kind of just like pseudo horror face. Yeah. Like, oh no. <laughs> oh no. But yeah. So, uh, so the situation's more or less diffused. Eddie walks away, but Jimmy says, Yeah, now that I know the color of your shorts. You can't hide, pal. Oh my god. <laughs> sounds like it's de- it's supposed to be deeper, yes. but it's really not. Like I, like it's it, like something like uh, you know, like I don't know, like calling someone yellow. Yeah. <laughs> I have this whole note about uh dime store Brad Dourif and his deep quotes. He seems to think he's really deep and he just keeps making these like I don't know. Statements that sound like there's subtext, but when yeah. you just read it one more time, there's nothing there. There's no subtext. It's all, it's all just text. <laughs> yeah, it's true. So he's talking to Eddie about how they, like, haven't seen each other in years, and, like, stuff about back when we used to trash bars together, and I'm like, fuck, how old were you when you were trashing these bars? Like, ten? Yeah, I, because I've been at times confused how old Eddie is supposed to be. Yeah. He looks... He's clearly over the age of 18. Yeah, but not um, much. But not by much. And I don't know if they've really ever specifically said. Like, yeah. I'm... If, if that's to be believed, like, he would have to be, like, 30. Yeah. Like, and I mean, I guess they can get fake IDs or just you know, bum rush a bar and yeah. have no intention of staying. They're just running into trash. In but yeah. what kind of plan is that? Like, really? I guess just chaos for the sake of chaos. Yeah. But then again, that means they were doing that when they were like 12 yeah. or, well, I guess it doesn't mean they had to have done it at the 10 years, but it was definitely when they were underage yeah. because they were still in a foster home. Cause they yes. talk about knowing each other from a foster home and mm. We'll get to where they, you know, kind of went their separate ways, but Eddie was still in a foster system of some kind. Yeah. But in trouble. Like, so, it, it trying to work out the timeline of when these guys were being little shits <laughs> is fucking... Uh, it's weird. It's really strange. Uh, so, uh, I don't remember there being any scenes in between, um, but we do... Uh, Oh, I think we maybe have the scene where um, uh, Trevor is telling the kids they can use the raft, and mm. what's her nuts, Sarah or whatever, is like, no, they can't. Mitch, Jill, jo- Jill jo- I don't know. <laughs> I can't. The- you watch more of the show than I have. I know, and there's a thousand fucking characters. <laughs> there's there. way too many. I'm sitting here during this episode going, oh, yeah, there's a character, because there's, you know, we're starting to see the beginnings of Trevor. learning yeah and i was like oh yeah they do this with other characters later like hardcore everyone hates this character villain that just will get married to one of the main characters oh god it's wild what happens later on but again and and like that character specifically not to be too spoilery is played by three different fucking people over the course of the series (laughs) all right all right um 
So yeah, that's why I can't keep track of it. So mm. I think that's where this scene happens. Not much really goes on other than just to reinforce that Trevor doesn't give a shit about certain rules yeah. uh, and whatnot. And again, to have Mitch jog up out of breath, <laughs> yes. tell some kid some rules like a fucking G.I. Joe PSA and then jog out of the scene. Yeah, in his sweaty yeah. cut-off shirt. <laughs> yes. Uh, so then we go back to uh, Craig and Gina's place. Gina is cooking, throwing some tasty-looking bean sprouts yeah, into and a mushrooms. wok. Yeah, it looks like it's going to be good. Um. And uh, there's someone buzzes uh, their apartment, yep. and she goes. She's only just thrown things into the walk. She goes to the buzzer, and it's Jimmy. He's like, "Oh, uh, I'm I'm a friend of Eddie's. He told me to meet him here." And she's like, "Well, my food's burning." She just threw it in. Yeah. She's like, "Oh, my food's burning. So uh, just just come up." Yeah. And Gina has zero survival instinct. Nothing. I feel like she does this many times where she's just way too trusting of people. Yeah. And zero people reading skills. Zero survival instinct. Yeah. And my note was the 80s were a wild time. People just let strangers into their home because they rang the doorbell. Like, no? <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, he comes in. He's kind of playing not charming because it's all like that really... Like vaguely threatening. Like vaguely threatening. Like, yeah. oh, it'd be a shame... Uh, if uh, you were, if this place was to burn down, like it's always that tone of voice, but yeah. never saying anything very direct. Yeah, he's always just like, "Oh yeah, it's, uh, this canvas must have cost a lot of money." Yeah, commenting on Gina's art, uh, saying like, "Oh, she offers him a beer," and he's like, "Oh no, it goes straight to my head." And I'm like, "Snip that line out, put it into a movie where we know who the killer is." Uh -huh. And like that, it matches. <laughs> <laughs> it's got a big yeah. red arrow. This is the killer. And Gina also said, um, she was like, I love cooking, but I hate shopping. Yes. Uh, I've, I feel like I, I, um, I'm not reversed. I like cooking, but I also like shopping because I want to know, I want to be the one picking out the things. The things that you, you know, put like, in the food, yeah. It, I feel, it feels weird to, to dislike that, but I mean, to each their own. I'm not going to yeah. be too hard on Gina. Uh, uh, <laughs> that was, I mean, she's saying that because that's where Eddie is. He's out shopping for her food. Yeah, so Eddie uh, Eddie comes back with uh, some groceries. Uh, is surprised to see Jimmy there. Yeah. Um, we get more of just Jimmy fucking chewing on the scenery, yeah. being a villain with like the crazy like music playing in the background. <laughs> like it's all really intense. And Eddie just pretending that they're friends and being like, "No, we need to go away now. Let's go somewhere yeah. else now." So they go. They take the elevator down. Uh, and they don't fully get into it, but this is where Eddie and Jimmy sort of start to have show signs of that they had this falling out. Yeah. Uh, clearly, uh, several years before. Uh, this is where I first commented that it should have been Brad Dourif. Could have been Brad Dourif now. Like, yeah. old Brad Dourif just being <laughs> like, we met in the foster system. <laughs> That'd be the best. Like, and then everyone ignored it. Like, everyone just treats it, at, like, at face value. Yeah. That'd be the funniest shit ever. <laughs> like Steve Buscemi's fellow kids. Yes, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Except less suspicious somehow. Yeah. <laughs> anyway. Uh, so we go back to Trevor uh, finishing up a day's work. He's obviously kissing a beautiful woman. It's a mm. common theme with Trevor. Yeah. And uh, she, I missed a bit of her, their conversation, but she seems to be hung up on, you know, whether or not she should tell her dad about them or, yeah. oh, I think he wants her to come out 
uh, with him that night or something. And she's like, oh, but I gotta get permission from my dad. Yes. <laughs> and Trevor has a fucking crazy line here. <laughs> where he says, you, 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 you don't need to get permission. You're not jailbait. Yeah. Which is crazy. There's yeah. layers to that because... He could have just said, you're not a kid. Mm-hmm. No, he had to make, he had to frame it in a way as if there's a timeline where she is a kid and he'd still be dating her. Yeah, yeah <laughs> like, kind of. Like, it's a weird thing to say uh, that kind of incorporates him into this. And I uh, just thought it was really, you're not, you're yeah. not jailbait. Yeah, that's You're not like crazy. my last girlfriend. Oh, God. <laughs> you know, I had to drive her to school on Monday morning. <laughs> <laughs> Sucked. <laughs> Oh god. Um, so he says this while her dad is like behind them yes. coming up coming up to this conversation. Um so they converse briefly and uh this girl I can't remember her name. Not <laughs> the guest stars, who cares? Yeah. Uh, uh her father invites Trevor to a cocktail party that they're having. And he's like, Yeah, sure, I'd, I'd like a to go. Cocktail party on his boat. Uh, yes, on his uh his yacht, I mm, believe. Yes, it would yacht. Be. Uh, so they, she walks away holding her dad's hand. Yeah, so this after is After we've clearly implied that she's not 19, child, yeah. 18 at least, you know. Yeah. But that, like, I, I made a comment about how rich girls' lives work and how, like, basically their, their dads kind of do seem to think of them as children for most of their lives. Yeah, like the infantilization of it. Yeah. And that comes from, uh, you see this in a lot of other movies and just even from people in real life, but the the boomers who are rich and own the company yeah. and like kind of refuse to ever retire. Yes. Like they work, they own the company and work at it until the day they die because they're, they're convinced that they won't. Yeah. You know, and everyone, everyone below it. them are still children. Yeah. They're, their 50 year old son <laughs> is still a child or yeah. whatever. So they can't run the company, but yeah, it is very much that, but still strange to just be like, well, let's hold hands and walk away. Like yeah. it looks like his trophy wife. It's creepy. It is creepy. Uh, and Trevor's like, I hope you win your game, because he's going to go play tennis. And then he's, uh, the old guy says, I'll win, Trevor. I always do. And I'm like, well, that's not creepy at all. Yeah. <laughs> so I think uh, our next scene, we're back with Eddie and Shawnee working yep. on the beaches. Um, Eddie notices somebody who's uh, drowning and, and goes for the rescue. But he is cut off by Jimmy and crew who take his, uh, the, the can, the lifeguard yeah, floating. Yeah, the lifeguard thing. floating. Uh, I don't and, know why it's and, called a can. And, and, and specifically hold him back. Now, they don't even just, like, you know, handicap him by yeah. taking that away. They specifically stop him from going to save somebody else who's drowning. Yeah, and like... I thought it might be one of, like, someone they know oh, faking them pretending? it. I thought so, too. But it's not. They it, just no. are really opportunistic. Yeah, they're like trying to prove some kind of point by just letting this guy die potentially? I don't know. Uh, fortunately, Shawnee sees the guy drowning, and she mm. goes running in. Yeah. But So she Shawnee is able to pull him out. Uh, once that happens, they kind of give him the can back, but then Eddie <laughs> like, spears him in the stomach yeah. with it. And this guy goes down like a bitch like every time. Eddie oh, yeah. like, pretty much consistently kicks this guy's ass. Well, uh, even though he's like a foot taller. Yeah, I think he's going down like a bitch in this on purpose because he wants Eddie to look like a monster to every, everyone else on the beach. I guess so, but yeah. even the fight they have later, Eddie clearly has the upper hand to the point that he feels he has to use like a weapon. Yeah, um, I wonder but, if that's why Eddie keeps 
training boxing because he you never see him boxing but you always see him on that punching bag <laughs> that's true yeah the speed bag yeah um so yeah he he spears him with the the can uh jumps on top of him before he even punches him goes right for choking yes. goes right for both hands on his throat <laughs> like i was like holy shit yeah yeah oh fuck. i mean not a lifeguard today <laughs> yeah well yeah I don't know. The guy almost let the other guy die. So oh, I can understand sure. him being mad. But it is just crazy, the choking, instead of just like beating yeah, him. But he does true. like wail on him. Other lifeguards show. I think Mitch even shows up because yeah. they, they knew there was like something, there was a rescue going on. They pull him off. And oh, yeah, Jimmy there was wants a phone to... off the hook over there is what's yeah. going on. So they so, send someone down. So uh, they pull him off and Jimmy wants to press charges or make yeah. a complaint against him. Mm-hmm. And uh, things are sort of end there and are broken off, I'm pretty sure. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think the next thing's the yacht. Yes, yeah. So we we find out now what happens at the yacht party, and this starts out like an SNL sketch because mm-hmm. it's like Trevor is there, almost a little overdressed. Yeah, uh, for this party, like people are in suits and kind of yacht versions of like I don't know what it's called where they have um, the. Th- like a, a a scarf of some kind, like tucked in where a tie would be. A cravat. Yes. So yeah. there's a lot of that going on. It feels like really yacht based uh, wear. Yeah. Uh, and he's there surrounded by everybody telling these. Well, the, we're just getting the tail end of a story that clearly involved a, a, a crocodile. And he makes some gag about a, a koala. Like he's just telling. Crazy. Oh, somebody wanted to change their name to crocodile, whatever their last name was. Because they thought they were so badass now. That's oh, what it was, yeah. okay. And he was like, you're not a crocodile, you're not even a koala. Oh, okay. <laughs> and then it, everybody laughs. Oh, 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 oh. Yeah. Um, his, his date is like, well, now you have to tell this other story. Oh, but he's like, oh, I can't tell all my stories, except with an Australian accent that I'm not going to try to replicate. <laughs> so I'll fuck it up. I'm sure there have been times I've, like, just busted it out and it's been proper. Yeah. But the amount of times where it's like, your brain just doesn't flip the switch and yeah. I'll go to do an accent and it's like, I'm going to be Australian now and it's Scottish or something Wee. for no reason at all. So I'm not even going to attempt it. That's fair. But um, I kind of want to talk about, I kind of want to talk about Trevor's white tux and was it polka dots or leopard print on his tie and cummerbund? Uh, I it was leopard do, I think it was like leopard something because yeah. when I first saw it, I thought it was like gold. Uh, yeah. I thought it was just straight up, like, shimmery gold. Mm. Uh, but I think it was, like, leopard print stuff. But, it, yeah, like I said, like, almost a little bit overdressed. Yes. Like, almost a little awkwardly overdressed in this, like, tux. People don't seem to be in tuxes on this boat. <laughs> it's true. In this party. Even what she's wearing seems more like you could wear to an office job. Mm. Like, she's it's a it's a bit more pantsuity, but with a dress bottom, like, kind of thing. Because that has, like, shoulder and, pads. And white fishnets yeah and like uh like leather high heel leather heeled boots yeah tall leather boots tall slouchy yeah yeah like kind of cowboyish but not yeah they're 80s slouchy boots yeah 80s slouchy boots um uh trevor's dates a father the one who invited him shows up takes the drink out of his hand pours it out in front of everybody and says if we're going to hire lifeguards i want them to be sober so he's clearly just done this to humiliate uh humiliate him and uh and his own daughter because he's like he stuck stuffs like 60 bucks in his pocket yeah he's he's like like, that's what they pay you for a day at the yeah uh, the 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 resort the, the resort yeah and so in defiance uh his date 
jumps into the water. Yeah, he's like, I want to show you what it would look like in society. If you if you came into parties and stuff like that, or into society with a lifeguard on your arm. Yeah. <laughs> She's like, alright, I'll show you what it's like. I love the disdain that there is for lifeguards. Yeah. As if they are like a, like some really leech yeah. style like uh, uh, type of uh, some, like, because I don't want to say a garbage man. Garbage man, there's nothing, I, I also don't think there's anything negative about that. Uh, I can't think of like a real job that is like truly negative. Maybe a process server, I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> it has to be done. <laughs> yeah, but like, I mean, rich people think that anyone doing something less than whatever they do is a peon or some shit i don't that's know that's true yeah um so she jumps into the water and immediately Fully realizes dressed. this is a bad idea because yeah. all that clothing we were just talking about gets very fucking heavy yeah. when you jump into the fucking ocean so as trevor's trying to get undressed so that he can jump into saber he's like instructing her to take uh some of her clothes off. Yeah, and he's trying to get the other people on the yacht to help him by bringing him a life preserver, which they do not do. Nobody moves. Nobody moves. They're, They're everyone just is like pretty deadpan uh, about this. Yeah, yeah like, not even experience. her dad. Her dad isn't like, I'm going to go get a life preserver. My little girl is in the ocean. He's just like, no. nah. <laughs> you brought this upon yourself, honey. <laughs> yeah. Um, so pretty crazy, intense rescue scene. Uh, Trevor jumps in. She's already gone under. He can't find her for a little bit, but... But then he does. Uh, uh, at last, he is able to pull her up out of the water. Yeah. Uh, we then, uh, we're jumping back and forth. We're back over now to uh, the lifeguard HQ, and Eddie's being brought into the office and, and questioned about uh, the guy that he was trying to strangle and pummel on the beach. Yeah. And he's, like, just making things worth, worse by being indirect. So, yeah, so Eddie's just making it worse by being coy and lying, and he's a shitty liar. He is a shitty he's liar. Every, every episode where he tries to be like, come fine, it's, it's the most not fine. It's the most. <laughs> and, and there, too, he still has that face, that oh no face, like yeah. the something is wrong face. So, uh, Captain Thorpe is there, Mitch is there, they're trying to get a straight answer out of him, because Shawnee saw already that they were stopping him yeah. From like they they we have evidence that they were trying to stop him from saving somebody. He could get a bunch of people on his side right now. Nope. I'm gonna I'm, I'm gonna, gonna try quiet. to street fighter this. I'm gonna deal with it on my own. Yeah. Deal with it by not dealing with it is what it looks like. Yeah. So he gets suspended for thirty days, and uh, he Shawnee tries to be like, "What the fuck? Why are you you're bringing me into this by not telling the truth?" Yeah. And and, and shit's fucked up. And so uh, Eddie's like, ah, leave me alone. Goes to, goes to take a shower. Sees, uh, like, just for whatever reason, sees Mitch, like, working out. And yes. looks at him for a second. I don't know what that's about. I guess just, uh, he, again, to remind us that Mitch has a test coming up. It might be, but he, it might also be Eddie going, like, maybe I should talk to him about it. No, I won't. It's either that or watching Mitch do those curls yeah. was what inspires his fucking Rocky montage, which oh, we yeah, get maybe. next. It's actually and, really funny to watch David Hasselhoff pretend that he's out of shape. Yes, because he's clearly not. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, the amount of weight he had on that was not much. It, it, no. was, it was maybe 40 pounds. <laughs> uh, and he was just, like doing like struggling. Yeah. Uh, so we get this Rocky montage of scenes 
we just saw. Yeah. <laughs> like, some of the scenes in this montage were less than a minute ago. They're Shawnee and Eddie arguing in the locker room, yeah. which is so funny. And then it's a bunch of uh, scenes of him getting hassled by yeah. Jimmy, Jimmy. And, and crew, and then mixed in with him wrapping like, up his head. Ha- yeah, taping his knuckles, using a speed bag, having nightmares about <laughs> the fire sacrificing scene from the beginning. That Which he wasn't He at. wasn't there for. It's just like shots of Jimmy with fire in front of him, laughing maniacally. And, and, him, <laughs> and then intercut with Eddie, like, th- tossing and turning on his mattress on the floor. <laughs> so... Mm. Yeah, it was like a Rocky montage, though, with the least amount of actual training in it. Like, yes. there's minimal him practicing punching. Yeah. Um, and all of this training was for him to go and confront Jimmy uh, at a bar. I don't know wh- how we got there or if they said that was... Like, I don't know why he knew he would be there. He just sort uh, of yeah. showed up. And they were there. They were, like, coming out <laughs> kind of oh, thing. Oh, it might be because earlier when he was like, yeah, that's the kind of bar that we used to knock over when we were kids. I think that that's what he was talking about. Like, he was going to go to that bar, and he wanted Eddie to come with him, and so now Eddie is coming. Okay, so he knew he was going to be there later. I think All that's right. it, yeah. yeah. That was an unclear scene, it's true. But, yes. So, yeah, Eddie shows up. Of course, everything goes tits up. Yeah. Uh, They start fighting each other. Uh, The continuity of what gets broken in this fight scene (laughs) is really terrible. It's a mess. I don't even know what that was supposed to be. There's some weird light box on the the wall. I'm assuming it's some... like lit up like, uh, Yeah, I'm assuming it's something to be like the bar is open mm. uh, of some kind. But yeah, it's some weird light box with a like an almost stained glass like image on yeah. it that's hard to see. Uh, so Eddie gets thrown into that, but then intercut other parts. It'll, it, 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 it flashes back and forth of mm-hmm. like, it's broken, it's not broken, it's broken, it's not broken. Yeah. They also managed to take out one of the supports for like the awning. The door? Uh, oh, the awning, it, it, yes. Yeah, it was like the wooden, it was like a wooden pole that they smashed. And I was like, okay, that's not wood. <laughs> uh, and uh, Eddie's clearly, even when faced against uh, multiple people, has the upper hand. Yeah. Uh, so Jimmy pulls a knife on him. And he manages to kind of get around him. Meanwhile, there's a bouncer has come out when the knife is pulled. And is just looking at him. And is just looking at him. It's just like, well. Yeah. <laughs> um, so after Jimmy and Eddie kind of tussle and Jimmy gets away and no one gets stabbed, uh, the bouncer then from behind like grabs Eddie like yeah. a bear hug and picks him up and walks him back into the bar. I uh, couldn't tell if he was trying to like get him in trouble and hold him for the police or if he was like let's get you away from the guy with the knife yeah it's hard to say but uh we're gonna take a quick break and when we come back we're gonna get into act three pretty much of this episode this one goes by pretty quick it does Okay, we are back from our uh quick short little break so short yes (laughs) (laughs) uh where we left off uh, Eddie was bear hugged by a very large bouncer and yep. and sucked away and not to be seen again uh, into this bar. Uh, so uh, next we're back at uh, Gina and Craig's and Craig is walking in with uh, Eddie. This was where I thought um, he probably got arrested. Yeah. Because Craig is sort of everyone's impromptu like lawyer, <laughs> a, a lawyer yeah. Yeah. 
Uh, and he must have because they were talking about a police report. The other guy's name was on the police oh, report. Oh, yeah, he did. I missed that because I thought he was just talking about the complaint mm. from earlier. Yeah. Uh, but no, it was definitely that. So <laughs> Garner also shows up. Uh, yeah. Or no, or, or Mitch is already there. Mitch, Mitch is already there. Like, kind is of hiding, hiding somewhere in a in an apartment that's made up of like shitty metal shelves <laughs> <laughs> that you can see through. He's and somehow support beams. Yeah, and support beams. He somehow managed to be hiding in there somewhere, and he sort of like comes from around a corner. Yeah, not not uh, heavily perspiring and and breathing, and just is like Eddie. We gotta straighten this out yeah garner also shows up and that's when eddie's just like oh i guess it's a party now yeah. it, it was like an episode of intervention it was like yeah. it was like, it was literally like an intervention like they were gonna be like eddie you gotta stop doing drugs <laughs> uh and so here's where we we finally find out the the tr the full meat and potatoes backstory of, of eddie yeah. and jimmy they met in foster care uh, they were going around doing illegal stuff and stealing things. And as Eddie put it, we went to the liquor store for some chips. Yeah. Which is a very American sentence because they do have just the corner store will have a bunch of booze there and yeah. stuff. It is pretty. They're usually commonly together. It's funny that he calls it the liquor store for chips, though, instead of saying, like, went to the corner store that also yeah. <laughs> sells liquor because I wanted some chips. Yeah, yeah, it's like, let me just stop at this bodega with the bars that separate you from the guy that works there. <laughs> <laughs> There's a lot more specific names he could use besides just the liquor store, but yeah. I digress. <laughs> Fair enough. So Jimmy had a gun uh, yeah. when they were just there for chips. They yeah. could have stole the chips without a gun. Obviously, he's trying to st rob the place. Yeah. Uh, Eddie freaks out, has a scuffle with him. Uh, Punches him in the stomach, he says. Yeah. Oh, they punch each other in the stomach, yeah. I guess. Uh, and uh, I think the owner also had a gun, calls the cops or whatever. Yeah. They they get arrested. Jimmy goes to juvie. Eddie goes to a uh, foster, institutional foster, foster home. Institutional foster home. Thank yeah. you. Uh, and then that's it. They don't see each other well, they, again until now. He talks about taking a lice bath down at the station when they get arrested. And I was like, oh, that's a lot. I think that's a thing, though. Okay. Going to prison. Yeah. They don't want lice to, go, to be there. But yeah, they yeah. either did like the the fucking first blood thing and sprayed them with a fire hose. Yeah. Like, you know, <laughs> his little nubile body oh, just no. crumpled into the corner of a large <laughs> shower room. <laughs> oh, God. Um, See, and that supports it, too, that they were underage when they were, like, wrecking That's bars. what I was saying earlier, yeah. yeah like, and, exactly. so, and, yeah, because then they never saw each other again. So they yes. were wrecking bars when they were 15, 16. Exactly. So they've known each other since they were, like, five. Yeah, pretty much. That's about the timeline that I can put together for this. Yep. Um, so everyone's mm -hmm. happy that he's uh, finally come clean. Mitch is like, you're back on the beach. Yeah, Everything. he's surprised. I'm like, don't you understand by now, at least, that with Mitch, yeah. if you tell the truth, yeah. you'll be in way less trouble. Yeah. And re and realistically, having told the truth from the beginning, his reaction to, to fighting Jimmy on the beach when he was essentially attempting murder yeah. of some kind, some degree, yeah. uh, was, was pretty warranted, so... You know, it, it is funny. He's like so surprised. Like, really? You got? I told the truth, and you're fine. You're okay with me? Yeah, really. It's pretty funny. Um, and that I think is when Craig mentions that the guy that 
the guy that he was talking to, or maybe it was before that. No, it is then. The it's about it finishes off the scene because yeah. that's where we get just hold on Eddie's reaction face, and that closes yes. out the scene. Yeah, that the guy is like want, has warrants in several states for like armed robbery, and seven counts of murder. Ar- seven to nine counts of armed robbery, and one attempted murder where he shot yeah. a dude in the stomach. Yeah. So. So I'm, I just want to say about that whole situation, the foster system itself is fucked. It it is. It's pretty poor. Yeah. It seems to me the thing, the reoccurring theme is that they have trouble getting people to be foster parents. Yeah. That the vetting process for that is v- almost non-existent. Yeah. Yeah, it's unfortunate. Yeah. And knowing some people who have gone through the foster system, I can say that that is true. Like, mm. they'll put you with whoever, and those people might just have you to make money off you, and that's it. Mm. Oh, yeah, definitely. Uh, so, uh, we're uh, back over to our, I guess, C? No. This is weird. Mm. The B and C plot get about the same amount of screen time. That's true. But have wildly different <laughs> stakes. So... You can choose which one is your B and which one is your C. Mm-hmm. So one of them is Trevor and this girl with a rich dad. And the other one is Mitch training for a test that he doesn't know what's gonna, what it's about. Yeah. And they both get about the same amount of attention. It's true, yeah. So Trevor is, I think, lives on a... a houseboat okay uh because isn't that what they're on it shows they're like in a boat or whatever isn't I it i think so i don't know if it's trevor's houseboat or if they're just oh, on her like dad's yacht or something no it's not her dad's yacht because okay. it's like a smaller sailboat yeah um i'm pretty sure i think we get an establishing shot that's outside maybe it is still the yacht but i feel like why would trevor want to fucking stick why would either of them want to stick around there yeah, after they were true. just you know spitting in their dad's face so he notices that she's having trouble in her sleep. Yeah. She's struggling to breathe in her sleep. And he sleep. feels like she's having a nightmare, so he's trying to wake her up. Yeah. But that's not uh, it. he's a shitty lifeguard uh-huh. and doesn't know what secondary drowning is. And that is what she's doing. Uh, and they obviously rush to the hospital. Yeah. The doctors are like, you know, they're like, she's she's drowning. And he's mm. like, that's impossible. Yeah, I she just was, saved her from I just, drowning. I just saved her from drowning. And I, I don't think, these scenes don't play back to back with each other, but I think no. we can just talk about them now, because... His plot has so no bearing on anything else. Mm-hmm. It's sort of just there. The We kind of jump around a bit, but the rest of Trevor's plot is him kind of denying that she could be drowning. Yeah. The doctor's coming out and telling her and her dad what happened, the secondary drowning. And then you do see it in his face. Yeah. Like the, oh, I fucked up. Yeah. Like, oh, true remorse from yeah. Trevor of like, I've been running my mouth and I fucked up. Yeah. <laughs> Which is pretty cool, mm-hmm. uh, getting that from from him, uh, and so early on, like it seems like a character that's gonna that you need to, you almost need three seasons before they start to come around. But yeah, they're like but they're jumping around. right into it. Yeah, the guy who's got Virgin Converter on his business card. <laughs> yes, uh, he's already getting a redemption arc. Yeah, so uh, the father is like. Maybe we should be hiring county lifeguards at the resort. Yeah. Uh, and shitting on him. He's clearly remorseful. And so that's sort of uh, where we, we leave that. Mm-hmm. In the other camp, we have of uh, we have Mitch doing training. He gets a chance to talk to Captain Thorpe. And he's yeah. just like, so what's, uh, 
what's going to be on this test uh, there, Captain? You know, like, he's just trying to be smooth about it. And Captain Thorpe is just like, oh, yeah, no, be in the weight room on Thursday or whatever. Yeah. And he's like, okay, weight room, got it. Yeah, so and he thinks that they're doing physical stuff. Yeah, so that's sort of where we leave that. Uh, then uh, the with our A-plot, uh, Ed, Eddie gets a phone call, mm. sort of this desperate phone call from Jimmy, who's like, I'm gonna skip town, I'm gonna get... Well, he makes some... Uh, he talks about California Dreaming so much. So he references much. it several times, so we're now on, like, the seventh or eighth reference to California Dreaming, where he's now over it. Yeah. <laughs> oh, they were... The mamas and papas were wrong, man. I <laughs> <laughs> just didn't know. Um, Maybe he should have come back on a winter's day. <laughs> oh, Jesus you're welcome. Christ. Oh, oh, you're Podcast welcome. is done. We're done. We're packing it. <laughs> come back. Yeah. So he wants like 200 bucks. Yeah. Uh, Eddie's like, I don't have it. And so then he like threatens to go attack Gina for it. Yeah. Well, he's like playfully twisting the, the fucking payphone cord, cord around yeah. his finger. Like, Ooh, I don't know. <laughs> Maybe so I'll just weird. get it from Such your friend a, instead. <laughs> yeah, weird physicality coming yeah. from him in this scene. Um, it seems like he just feels playful about hurting people. It's that, but then it's also like he's putting on a show. I guess it's like a voice actor mm. being large and over the top in the in the recording booth to, to kind of no get that stuff. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. it's like he's sort of... Because he's at first being, like, sheepish and asking for this money, yeah. but then flips to being threatening, and it's like, oh, what is your game here? Mm -hmm. and, I, and I guess it's that he really doesn't have a plan. It's all fucking chaos. Uh, yeah. Eddie is like, let me get to an ATM, but Eddie finally makes the right decision. Yes. He hangs up, starts to make another phone call. Yeah, I was like, set up a sting, Eddie, and then he did. And then he does, yeah. Yay. So they So they set up a sting with Garner. They've got a bunch of cops. He's supposed to meet him at this park. Mm-hmm. And uh, he ends up waiting around for a couple hours, and when Jimmy shows up, beca because he sort of waited him out, Garner's mm -hmm. coming over and calling off the sting, so he knows it's a setup. Well, he can also see all of the other extremely obvious plainclothes policemen, and he's just looking around. Oh, like, that's true. Mm -hmm. Yeah, just du okay. dudes in suits with sunglasses on at yeah. the beach, sitting on a park bench, like, unsmiling. Yeah, <laughs> leaning on trees yeah. and clearly scanning the area. Like, this guy knows what a cop looks like. Yeah. Well, did you ever see that picture where the, it was at a festival, and there was, like, six undercover cops all standing next to each other and they're all pretty much wearing the exact same clothes they yeah. have like cargo shorts sunglasses on and someone yeah. takes their picture and they all they all look back like staring into the camera yeah. to take the picture of them i've not seen uh, that it's pretty funny all the captions i usually see on it are like um i think actually it was the first time i saw this picture mm. the caption was Oh my god, I think this I, I think this picture just rubbed my inner thigh for three minutes and asked if I came. Oh god. <laughs> oh god. So Jimmy knows it's a setup, doesn't yeah. go for it, they call it off. Yeah, and I predicted he was gonna go get Gina, but that is not what happened. Mm. I thought so too. I thought we were gonna have a fucking like hostage situation with yeah. uh, Gina because Luckily, at this point, she already knows not to let him in. Yeah. But fuck knows. Like, it's just him yeah. and his cronies break in somehow. So I was... I, the fear for Gina with me was also real. Eddie's got a sweet car shirt on in this picture. Or in this picture, in this scene. God. Yeah, fuck. What was it? Because I was, was looking like at it. was, like, the front ends of two cars pretty close up. Oh. It, I liked it. It was really nice. Yeah, there is... There are a lot of great shirts 
in yeah. The, in, the, in this in this season at least, I don't know. I can't speak to the rest of it, but a lot of great shirts. There, it's a lot of those gray, like gray spackled shirts. Yeah, with heathered with like is it okay so it's like these heathered shirts with super colorful uh imagery yeah in a in like a very specific art style that time and it's usually cars um you know things like or or like uh yeah but it's i find they're usually like cars or concert like Mm. uh festival shirts yeah like i remember my dad having some of these Mm. kicking around and they're either that like gray speckled shit or they'll be they'd be white yes just like stark white with like super bright colorful image like yeah and it was usually yeah like cars of some kind music festivals like a beer company see that's because your dad was wearing manly man shirts i'm here to tell you that they were ponies and Butterflies and girly sayings on these shirts. Okay, too. it was just yeah, like that was, was just, just what everything. graphic tees were yeah. at the end of the eighties. Okay, cool, oh, yeah. cool, good to know. <laughs> <laughs> Unicorns, yeah. Everything. Um, so after that, we get probably some of the Trevor stuff, but we've already talked about it. Yeah, but we do get uh, Mitch going to his test. Oh boy! So Mitch shows up to the weight room in his uh, sleeveless and his shorts. Yeah. Everyone's there in their lieutenant's uniforms because it's a written test. Yeah, and he gets it's, red for being underdressed. Yeah, <laughs> gets hardcore red for being underdressed. Uh, the, the, uh, Captain Thorpe is like, it's one question mm-hmm. about uh, like the physics of wave dynamics. Yeah, wave and, vector and tidal drift. Yeah, <laughs> unveils. Unveils a chalkboard that has an that. insane level of like algebra shit. It's like a fucking problem from Goodwill Hunting is on the board. <laughs> yeah, it's uh, bananas. <laughs> uh, it was like, okay, we need you to figure out this part of the Manhattan Project to continue being a, a lifeguard uh, <laughs> yes. with uh, with Baywatch. And of course, Mitch is sweating now, and yeah. and, uh, and th- it's just womp 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 level humor, <laughs> and it cuts away. Wait, before it cuts away, though, he slowly creeps up to his chair with his clipboard on it, and he rikers that chair to heck. He does, yeah. And I suspect, well, he doesn't have back problems like uh, um, Jonathan Frakes does. Yeah. But he's equally as tall. He's very tall. That's <laughs> true. He's a tall man. They stood back to back. They'd be the exact same height. <laughs> yeah. They're very tall. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, rikers the chair. Womp, womp. Doesn't know what to do about the test. Yeah. Um, Eddie... And Shawnee are going to work. Yeah. And they're going out to the... That's where we jump to now is them going... Or actually, no, they're finished for the day. So they're closing up. Mm-hmm. So we get a little bit of, you know, beach stuff. Uh, Eddie shows up. Let's close up. They're closing down. Like There's like those hatches that cover the windows for the lifeguard towers. Yeah. Um, Jimmy and crew show up with David Spade again. I, I Oh, no. David Spade was there during the fight, yeah. which was hilarious. I did forget to talk about that when David Spade's like, we're supposed to believe that David Spade can hold Eddie back. <laughs> yeah. Even with the help of another man. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. He, uh, it seems like well, do we see them show up, or do we just see all of the like uh, closure things happen on the tower, like where they put all the all the, I guess, window shades down? Yeah, they like sort of uh, just like surprise them, block the door off. Yeah, they cut the phone line. Yeah. Um, yes, David Spade specifically cuts the phone line. <laughs> yeah. The shutters are down. They start. They they block Eddie and Shawnee in. Yeah. And then throw a fucking Molotov at it. It's bananas. So they they set the tower on fire, and this is you know. It's the it's 1989. Yeah. They burned down this fucking tower, yeah. so it is like legitimately on fire. Obviously not with our stars inside, um, but it is 
fucking goes up in flames. Yeah. Uh, buddy, supposed patch, to be patchboard, yes. patchboard guy says, oh, the, the line's been cut. And so uh, Mitch and company rush over yeah. uh, call and call the police. Meanwhile, inside, uh, Eddie and Shawnee are trying to, like, pour water on themselves mm-hmm. and stay, stay low. Trying uh, to bash out the windows. Yeah, Jimmy... Uh, who could have just left, <laughs> like, sticks around way too long. Uh, David Spade and the other guy dis-a-fucking-peer. Yeah. They d- are not shown leaving. They just don't exist anymore. Yeah. Uh, it's just Jimmy watching after uh, a couple uh, jump cuts. But um, uh, Jimmy decides to take off. Mm-hmm. Uh, but in do- as he takes off, Garner shows up. His little hero moment, like, ramps over the hill with his fucking <laughs> ATV. And then has the dumbest chase with uh, with Jimmy, because everyone knows if you've run on sand, it sucks. Yeah. And you're at, like, 30% speed or whatever if you're not, mm-hmm. like, a trained, like, runner or something. It really sucks the energy out of you and you can't get any momentum. So it's just him, like, basically hurting him, like... Yeah, <laughs> like hurting him sheep. back towards the tower, basically. Yeah. Uh, my note was, like, all right, so let's catch this guy instead of saving Eddie, who's in the burning tower. But maybe he didn't know that. Um, well, no, they didn't know the tower was on fire. They just knew there was some problem yeah. going on. And he saw him running away. So, really, realistically, as far as he knows, he could have already killed Eddie. Yeah, I guess that's um, true. But he also probably should be in sight of the on-fire tower. Yeah. Um, so, um, but also, as soon as he starts corralling Jimmy, the Baywatch uh, car truck uh, does show up at the tower. Yeah. Um, I feel... Like, we missed a scene here where Trevor kind of ruins his redemption arc. I thought that happened after. I don't think We'll talk so. about it after, because okay. I, th- I maybe it didn't. Yeah. No, you're right, it doesn't, because mm-hmm. we ended on a freeze frame. But we'll talk about it after. Okay. Um, yeah, so Mitch and Craig show up in the, in the truck, right? Mitch and Craig show up in the truck. Uh, can't really do much about the fact that the, the entire tower is now engulfed in flames. Yeah. So inside, Eddie and Shawnee are like, all right, we're going to go for it. Mm-hmm. And their stunt doubles luckily jump out of the tower for them. Yeah. <laughs> you, you see one of the, like, shutter things, one of the walls, like, burst open, and it's a... It's far enough away that you can't see their faces, yeah. but it's a proportionately larger man than Eddie. <laughs> yeah. Uh, we don't get a good look at the, the, the woman stunt double, so... For all intents and purposes, it might as well be Shawnee, but yeah. it, it, they, they at She's least... She's both the same shape. Yeah, she is, yeah. But they at least didn't get a dude to do it and yeah, put, and like, a bikini. wig on it. Cause, yeah, cause... Or not bikini, or like, but it's a very high-cut uh, one, one piece. piece. Yeah, but yeah. Um, they jump out. They come crashing to the ground. Uh, Craig and Mitch grab them. Action shot of the tower, like, collapsing behind yeah. them uh, in, like, a sort of forced perspective, which was pretty sweet. Uh, and then as that, uh, happens, uh, Shawnee has a good line. They ask her if she's okay. And she's like, yeah, just medium rare. Yeah, I like that. Uh, which is pretty cute. Um, Garner has now, uh, herded Jimmy <laughs> back, back over. <laughs> yeah. Uh, just right back to the action. And Eddie, of course, tackles him, has like the moment of, am I, oh, am I going to, uh, beat the shit out of him? Uh, he doesn't. Right. Meanwhile, Garner's just standing there waiting just to see waiting. if he's going to punch him. And yeah. again, the amount of times that cops just wait for Baywatch lifeguards to be done with the villain mm-hmm. is incalculable. <laughs> oh, <laughs> it's a lot. So he's like, take him away, boys, and, and gets up <laughs> off of him, goes back over, hugs Shawnee, freeze frame, the end. Yeah. Um, 
uh, but we did miss a, a, a brief scene where Trevor goes to visit uh, that girl. <laughs> I don't remember her name. He goes to visit his, like, girlfriend, quote-unquote, yeah. uh, after she's woken up from her secondary drowning experience. Mm -hmm. uh, she says that she's going to be going to New York to be a model because she really has what it takes. Yeah. Uh, which is daddy's money. Yeah, really. Uh, <laughs> uh, and... Uh, he accuses her of using him to get away from her dad, basically. Yeah, and to, like, piss her dad off yeah. and stuff, like, because of the, the class thing. Uh, she disagrees, but he kisses her on the cheek and, and is like, send me a postcard, I'm done. Yeah, and so, uh, then after that, uh, we cut to, uh, Trevor at the, at Baywatch headquarters. Yeah. And he's stealing a lifeguard manual. And a donut. Yeah, and a donut. Cause yeah, Mitch is just like, what are you out of, you, you know, you're out of day olds yes. <laughs> over at the club. And so they have this dick measuring contest about the stuff that's at Baywatch HQ and the stuff that's at the club, but yeah. Mitch calls him out because he's like, and they let you use all that stuff? And he's, he's like, like no. fuck no. <laughs> so he does, yeah. Mitch does extend the olive branch here and he's like, if you have questions about light guarding or if you do want to use the weights, all you have to do is ask. Yeah. Uh, and then he asks him, he's like, how much for the donut? And Mitch does have a good line. And he's yeah. like, 25 bucks, but the lifeguard manual's free. Yeah. So I did think that was pretty good. And then Jill cute. Jill shows up and just, like, drops some snarky-ass shit on Trevor's <laughs> ass, which I thought was great. Yeah, I love. They good. usually give her the last line. Yeah, his, um, his redemption arc is kind of like a two steps forward, one step back kind of redemption arc. It yeah. looks like he'll, he'll, he'll do the right thing for a second or be on his way to do the right thing and then do the wrong thing to get to it. I don't know. Yeah. It's about, it's about appearances for him. Yeah. Like he, he usually can't let himself be not cool. Yeah, that's fair. <laughs> you know, and, and he'll have to work on that. Um, but, and again, one of many, staring directly into the women's locker room and watching one of our principal cast turn on a shower yeah. and lingering way too long watching uh, moments uh, happens here and happens yeah, a thousand like, times. Yeah, I might just take you up on that offer. I'm like, yeah. oh my <laughs> like, god. Ugh. Bleh. Ugh. Um, Alright, so that was our, our fourth episode. Mm -hmm. Second wave. Second wave. <laughs> oh yeah, that's what I was going to say. Uh, you were like, why is it called second wave? And I'm like, I'm pretty sure it's like the second wave, sort of the second wave of Eddie's life where this guy tries to come back into it, where he tries to take him on like almost like a second wave of crime. Like he wants to involve him in his shit again. And I don't like, it's almost like he's like, oh, what, you're too good for me now? Now that, you know, now that I'm out of juvie. I don't know. I guess. Yeah, uh, I think it's like the little the second second crime wave of this dude. <laughs> um, what did you think of this episode? Uh, I liked it. There was so much of it packed into a short time. Like a lot yeah, of stuff happened. I checked the timeline a couple times, and yeah. I was surprised we weren't further into the episode because it would these we kind of went through it pretty quick, but these scenes move quickly there's a lot yeah. going on it's not just people talking to each other there's a lot of physical stuff going yeah. on so there isn't a lot it, of filler it, uh, it, yeah not a lot of filler uh the three plots are used to the extent and length that each one should be yeah uh, and there's some oh, something that we did forget. Uh, Mitch's test. Oh, yes. Uh, Mitch was, like, worried about that <laughs> test. Every single person failed the test, so in yeah. the end, it didn't matter. <laughs> Captain Thorpe's like, well, gonna have to grade on a curve. Yeah, I'm like, what do they need to know the math for anyway? Are they ever gonna be standing out there measuring this stuff? Probably yeah. not. But yeah, that was pretty funny. Yeah, so, yeah I liked it. 
Yeah, it was good. Decent humor. Moved along quickly. Yeah. I wasn't bored. So, yeah. yeah it was a pretty solid episode. Uh, all right. So, we'll be back after we've watched more Baywatch. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what to say at the end of these. It doesn't fucking change, my friends. It's just... It's another... It's another one. Yeah. Just another one.